Hey, sweet friends, it's Andrea. I hope that your day is off to a great start. Today, we have a bonus show. And you know what a bonus show means? It means it's extra, it's special, it's fun, and it's coming to you actually today, live in our studio. I want to welcome my good friends, Steve and Bethany from the HopeCast. Thanks we're extra so special. much. Extra special, they're buddy. Right. It's all right. Love that. Well, we're going to talk about technology today. And we have Clay Cunningham joining yes. us today. Yes, Clay, well Thank good, you buddy. So much. Clay from First Baptist Church Benton. Yes. So we're going to talk about technology and navigate 2021. All right, we're excited about this episode. This is going to be so much fun. We're glad everybody's here around the table. And we, we're talking about technology, and we're talking about how to keep our kids safe with all the different technologies. There's so much out there. Andrea, when, when you and I were first starting out as parents, you know, yeah. like 20-something years ago, <laughs> Uh, your kids, as a matter of fact. Right. Your kids, my kids, you know, it really wasn't a whole lot out there, but now it's just exploded. There's so much out there and so much that kids can fall a trap to. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think that that's one part of my parenting journey that I've definitely felt ill-equipped for. You know, we were raising kids in the midst of this technology explosion, and I don't know that my husband and I ever felt like we really got in front of it. We were constantly trying to keep See, up yeah, with it. See, I feel like it. that, too. I feel like you that, You know, this, this, maybe the resources weren't there. Maybe, you know, there were times, and this is the scariest thing, when your kids know more than you do about yeah. something, yeah. and you're, you're just trying to monitor and you're trying to help them literally navigate that, but you're not maybe equipped. I grew up, you know, where... I remember when my husband first told me about email and I was terrified of it. I was like, seriously, it's, it's, it's seriously. He said, Hey, we should start writing one another on email. Cause you guys were separated. We were right? separated. We had a yeah. long distance relationship and we were using the postal service, right. you know, to communicate. And he said, there's this new thing called email. And I was like, Oh no, you, you don't understand. That's I'm, too fancy. That's too much for me. And it so, might start a fire. It, it, yeah. it could, what is it? In fact? <laughs> I don't even understand. How does it get from one place to the, yeah. the other? And so that was my frame of reference for technology, which was, you know, I'm a relational person. I'm a person who I want to see you, you know, I want to talk to you, I want to pick up the phone and call you. And so it was just a struggle for us, you know, 21 years ago to figure this out. So Clay, what about you? I'm, I'm assuming you have kids, right? Yes, my wife and I have two two daughters, one seven and one four. Oh, wow. So you, you've got little ones. Okay, little. so when you're starting to think about and you see all the different things going on technology-wise and you see it just being bombarded, those kids are involved with I mean, because I know at our church, I, I'll have two and three-year-olds. I'll be in the nursery with my wife. Two and three-year-olds will come up and ask me for my phone to yeah. start playing games on. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So, I mean, I'm sure you uh, deal with that with your own kids, what? Yeah. How do you, how do you keep them safe? Yeah, so is, that's definitely something to see that, that with our uh, girls that we're trying to figure out and navigate. And and I'm someone who's been in student ministry for almost 20 years, so oh, yeah. I've seen the progression of it with students. And and now it's a whole different ball game that's in my home. Right. And, right. Uh, so yeah. Stacy and I are, are even struggling now just to figure out what's too much. How do we pull back? Even with our seven year old, because it's kind of good decisions. It's kind of a moving target. Absolutely. You know, because mm-hmm. when you especially when you think, okay, I've got a handle on this one. Here comes 10 more new kind of social yes. platforms. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So maybe like from your experience with student ministry, how have you seen the difference in the, the kids and like what they're dealing with? How has that changed in 20 years? Yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting. You know, when I was in high school talking about Andrew growing up, you know, if, if you missed out on a, a, a party, an event, something like that, you, you might not know it for two, mm. three, four days later. Now, our students, if they miss out on something, which they want to be a part of every 
everything, they know it immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so some of the stress, some of the pressure, even well, depression that comes from that. Well, you know, difficult. I even talked about that with my kids. If if we missed our favorite TV show, we missed it. Yeah. It was gone. Right. Yeah. Now with technology, you can watch it streaming. You can DVR it. You, you can, can do be the like, whole I thing. don't feel like watching it tonight. Right. I'll watch That's it tomorrow exactly right. night. Like, yeah. That was totally not yeah. the way we grew That's up. That's right. You know? That's right. Yeah. So yeah. now it's totally changed. Yeah. And in an age where relational capital for students is huge, yeah. uh, you know, seeing what they're missing out on and how to connect and uh, how many connections I can make and those kinds of things. That's, it's their world. It's, yeah. it's literally you, their world. Do you feel like, too, a lot of their self-worth is wrapped up in followers and likes and all Absolutely. of that? Absolutely. It kind of defines who they are? Yes. Uh-huh. And, and we have conversation with parent after parent after parent, at least at our church and probably mm-hmm. all the churches yeah. that you represent, too, of that same issue. How do we deal with mm-hmm. this? How, how do we point our kids to, to finding their, their identity in Christ and Christ alone? And so it, it's, a, it's an issue, which is why we're having this conference. That's something that translates, you know, beyond youth. I mm-hmm. think women struggle with that. Yeah. I, maybe everybody struggles with that. We can so easily get trapped. I think social media technology, it can be used for good. And I love to see it used mm-hmm. for good, for God's glory, for the encouragement of others, you know, simply just to document life. That's, mm-hmm. that's why I use Facebook, yeah. because I love the memories that pop up, you know, 10 years later, right. I'm like, oh, I forgot about that hairstyle. <laughs> yeah. Or, oh, I never thought I would forget, you know, that, but I yeah. did. But the trap of gaining our worth or our value, our, even our relationships, mm-hmm. you know, in that, that mode, we have to be careful about that. Well, I'll give you a perfect example. My daughter is, uh, she just turned 16, and she is in my opinion, well-adjusted. She is knows she doesn't find her value in that. But yet, she still gets disappointed when mm-hmm. her picture doesn't get enough likes. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, it, it kind of does play with her kind of, because that's their whole world. Now, for us as adults, we sit back and we think, come on. Mm-hmm. People are not going to like you thinking you're going to get, you know, upset about that or you're mm-hmm. going to feel depressed over it. But that's really what happens, sure. right? Sure, yeah. absolutely. And that's the reality, again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like if it, if it can be kind of translated into how people felt like 30 years ago, it would be like hosting a birthday party and only one person showed up. Mm. It would have that same feeling, but kids are feeling that almost every single day when they post something and it doesn't get whatever their standard number is, right. you know, their, right. their uh, number that they would be satisfied with. It's kind of the same feeling of like rejection mm. and feeling left out. And then, well, does anyone like me? Mm. Do, does anyone think I'm fun or cool or yeah. fill in the blank? So, Bethany, you're kind of our resident young person. Yeah, you know, representing you, the millennials. Yeah, so many times Bethany keeps me young, and I love that, and I'm so thankful. I love your perspective on things. Talk to us a little bit about what social media was like, you know, in the development of your story, your walk with God, mm-hmm. your relationships. Well, I didn't get a phone until I was probably like 15 maybe, which was late for Mm -hmm. my friend group. And so that was hard at first just because, you know, you're the one person that like has to borrow a a phone to text my mom, like I'm ready to be picked up, you know, that kind of thing. (laughs) Um, But I'm glad that my parents waited a while to give me a phone. Um, I just think that was wise on their part. And also when I did get a phone, it was like a a flip phone. It wasn't the, the smartphone. And so I didn't have access to social media until I was probably 16 or 17. Um, I remember when Instagram launched, all of my friends saying, you need to get an Instagram. Like, it's so cool. It's super fun. And I wasn't on board with it at first. And then I got it and and kind of was like, oh, this is, this is cool, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I feel like kind of in a weird 
spot, and I don't know if other people my age can relate to this, but I don't feel like I completely relate to people five or 10 years older than me that didn't grow up with any kind of technology, you know, right in their hand or in their pocket all the time. But then I'm also not with all the Gen Z kids that like can't Mm -hmm. imagine life without it. I'm kind of in this weird spot in the middle. Um, But I I definitely understand where it goes with feeling like validation and, um, okay, you know, how many followers do I have? Like, I think I definitely felt that, especially in high school. Um, But it, you know, it occurs to me sometimes where I'll be on Instagram or whatever, and I'll think, I don't know these people. Like, Mm -hmm. I follow them or they follow me, but I don't know them. I don't keep up with them. And so... I've, I've had those moments of like, how much does this actually add to my life? Is this even healthy? Like I have those kind of existential crisis moments of, mm-hmm. of like, am I, am I doing this right? Is this even good? You know? And I think, um, it, when social media is in its, its proper place, it's fine. It's a good way to stay connected with people. But when it's on a mass scale and when you're posting everything about your life and really like your identity is wrapped up in that is when, I think it just becomes an issue. Um, and thankfully, you know, I don't have enough followers so that becomes a problem. But um, <laughs> but I, I think that it can very easily go that way where, like, just you become narcissistic and think that everyone needs to know what you're doing all the time. And that's just not, not the case. Um, and finding your worth in that rather than Christ. Well, I'll get you guys' opinion on this. To me, I think one of the things about social media in particular, but in technology overall, is... People want to be famous. Hmm. People want people to know about them. I mean, you know, they see their, their, their pop stars. They see everybody else on television and in movies. But now the whole world can know our opinion in just a couple of clicks, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. So, I mean, that plays into it a bunch too, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. And I think students, that, that's the thing. They want to be known, whether it's by their friends or uh, even even at school, amongst people that they don't even want to be friends with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They want to be known by. And right, so, right. Social media provides that, that avenue for that to happen. Okay, so let's get into some of the dangers. We've talked about how it really uh, can affect kids' self-esteem, and that's obviously a, a danger. But what are some of the other things that maybe as parents and, and grandparents that are listening and watching – how do how do we navigate and how do we find out, okay, this is causing more than just self-esteem issues? Yeah, I think, uh, Steve, one of the interesting breakouts that we'll talk about is in this conference is uh, just the, 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 the science of screens and what it's doing to brain function and what it's doing to the ability to, to have face-to-face communication and face-to-face mm-hmm. conversations, which if you spend any time with children and, and specifically yeah. students, you you find very quickly is a difficult. Their heads thing are always down. Yeah. Their thumbs are always working, right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And so I think that's one of the dangers that we'll talk about. Obviously, you know, things like pornography and those things are mm. are issues that uh, that lurk. That uh, you know, I think we all would agree that Satan is using to just uh, do an incredible amount of damage to to the next generation, and and not just to the next generation, but to to adults mm. as yeah. well. That's yeah. It's not just a a next generation issue, a kid issue, or student issue, but it's an adult issue as well. I feel like even though I'm not, you know, terribly removed from the kids that you're talking about, mm-hmm. but I do feel like looking back at kids that are, you know, five or 10 years younger than me, it seems like they've all grown up faster than I did. And maybe I'm having this, this, you're just getting old. Yeah, maybe, maybe it is. It's old person perspective. I don't know if that's what I have, but I do feel like kids that um, are, you know, 16, 17, 18 are so much more aware of things than I was. And 
Um, it seems like girls particularly aren't going through like an awkward stage in middle school and high school. It's like they jump from being little kids to almost full-fledged adults mm-hmm. in just what they're aware of and how they're dressing and how they're acting. Is that due to social media, do you think? Or, or Andrea, I don't know mm-hmm. if you can even weigh on on this. Like, how yeah. do you think? Yeah, I do think that it has accelerated mm-hmm. stages of life. Yes. You know, and like just being a kid. And when I say just being a kid, I'm saying just enjoying you know, being a kid, Mm. I don't know that there's a space for that to be celebrated necessarily. Mm. And I definitely experienced that with my oldest son. He always wanted to be at the next stage. Mm. And Mm. social media played into that, whether it was he was, you know, um, you know, 10 or 11 years old and wanted a Facebook account. Or once he had the Facebook account, if he wanted the, you know, the next app or whatever, or if he wanted this kind of phone or that kind of phone. And I'm like, go outside and play, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, go outside and throw the baseball and mm-hmm. ride your bike. Use your imagination. Yes. Yeah. And so I do think that there is an element of that, that, and you know, somewhere that I think we should go with the conversation is, you know, as parents, as teachers, as, you know, investors in the next generation, we kind of have two choices. One, we can learn about this, learn how Mm -hmm. to help navigate this, or we can just say, well, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. And I've seen both responses among my friends, among, you know, leaders, among whomever, even sometimes within myself, if I can be so transparent Mm -hmm. to say that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can just say, you know, it's, it's just, it's such a big, huge thing. You kind of want to bury your head in the yeah, sand a little like bit. You just almost want to ignore it. And I yeah. think that's the beauty of this conversation to say, you know what? We don't have to ignore it. We can be equipped. There are things that we can do, but we have to make that choice. But it feels overwhelming mm-hmm. as a parent sitting back and saying, I can barely keep up with my life as it is to, to try to figure out all the different social platforms. Because like we said earlier, there's a new one every day, it yeah. seems like. And and my kids aren't telling me about it. They're going ahead and signing up and logging on. Mm-hmm. I have no idea about it. How do we bridge that gap? Yeah, and That's part of this conference. You know, when, when we sat down as a next-gen team at our church and, and with Warren Gasway from the state convention and others and just talked about what's the purpose of this, we came up with three words. We wanted to equip parents. We wanted to help them have a better understanding of what's out there, what's available, that kind of thing. We wanted to empower parents because, Andrew, like you talked about, we had parents that they were throwing their hands up in there saying, yeah. we, we can, there's no way we can, we can, you know, I think understand. that's the biggest thing, yeah. yeah. So we want to empower them and we want to encourage them because we, we are going to have parents that walk into this weekend and, and that we do life with that just feel totally defeated and they just need to be encouraged not to give up, to keep going, that this fight, you know, to, to raise godly young men and young women, it's worth it and we mm. have to keep investing. So. That's so good. And, you know, I know that this is going to help not only parents but also teachers and people who maybe work within a church setting but also mm-hmm. just people who will say, I want to fight for the next generation. Mm-hmm. I want to have the information so that as I'm living life, I can pass that on. Uh, and so I think that this is relevant for everybody. Absolutely. We, we've already you know gotten quite a few registrations in, and one of them is a, a couple that uh, is in their late 70s, and they're grand- really? you know, wow. grandparents. And, they, and they're coming because they want to, they want to help their kids grandparent their grandkids awesome. and uh, and so it really is yeah for uh, for for moms dads step parents 
grandparents, but also coaches, teachers who just have a heart to, to invest into the next generation. So can you break down a little bit what people can expect from the conference? What kind of topics are going to be covered? Because technology is a broad word. So yes. dive in a little bit in the details of what they'll be talking about. Absolutely. We're, we're excited because the day will revolve around two general sessions with uh, Jonathan McKee, who is from uh, California, has written over 20 books about media, technology, parenting, that mm. kind of thing. So we're excited about having him. But then the day is going to revolve also around two uh, sets of, uh, of breakout sessions where we're going to talk about uh, things like uh, how to fill in the gaps. That, that's going to be just for grandparents uh, who want to have a little bit more knowledge and uh, how, to, how to navigate this world. Uh, we're going to talk about those guardrails, how to set up some boundaries with your kids. Uh, some who may need to have teenagers that may need to kind of reroute some boundaries and some just to set boundaries for the very first time. We're going to talk about apps that you need to be aware of that are mm. up and coming. And um, the funny thing about that conversation is it may be obsolete in six months right, <laughs> because no, right. things are changing so yeah. fast. Um, how to have face-to-face conversations with your kids, how to talk to them if they failed and, and maybe, you know, uh, fail morally and looked at pornography or, or that, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a wide range, even for parents uh, trying to, um, to, to set the norm for what's going to take place in their home. Uh, and and stick to hey this is who we're gonna be, mm-hmm. and just because our home doesn't look like your friend's home, this is who we're gonna be, and we're gonna be confident in that. Oh, that's that's yes. tremendous. Yeah. We we are so appreciative and so thankful that guys like you and, and these teams that are coming in that are gonna be uh, letting us know about that. Can we can we kind of zero in on a couple of things that's gonna be in these breakout sessions, like some of these apps? Do you have any off the top of your head that are like hey this one's something that a parent needs to pay attention to. Yeah, obviously, you know, all the uh, the social media apps that many of us are aware of with, uh, you know, Facebook is more of an older generation. That, well, that's that our age. Understand. Our know, age took yeah. it over. Right. I mean, the, right. the, seriously, the, yeah. the, the people Bethany's age yeah. saw that it was just a bunch of older people right. on Facebook, so they went to Instagram, mm-hmm. and that's why that's yeah. who populates Instagram. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. So Instagram is a biggie, obviously, you know, things like TikTok, TikTok, Snapchat, yeah. mm-hmm. we'll be talking about those. Uh, and those are, are the big ones right now. But like I said, gosh, by August, there may right. be a brand new one that's on the scene, and, and we'll yeah. talk about it if there is. Yeah. I wonder, too, even though this conference is geared towards grandparents or parents, I do wonder if it might give adults the chance to kind of think about their own screen time. Like, what are they investing in how much time are they spending on their phone i don't know yeah. if um you guys get the notification that's like your screen time <laughs> is up by whatever or down mm-hmm. by however many percent that's the most like convicting moment oh, in my week right oh my there. word every sunday morning like right before yes. i go to church i'm like oh this is bad <laughs> but it is it's so true i think everybody gets that that kind of heart check of like i don't i don't even realize how often i'm on my phone or how yeah. attached i feel to it at times so maybe this might be a heart check for parents well let me before you answer that let me jump yeah. in with a real life example of this okay <laughs> so our house is streaming we don't have cable or satellite we have just all streaming and there'll be times when my seven-year-old will come up and say hey daddy can we go do x can you help me with this and me and my wife both are sitting in our chairs and we're on our phones. Yes. Yeah. You know, we're not paying as much attention as we need to because we are distracted. Right. Yes, right. absolutely. And I think we all could yes. be honest that that's yeah. taking place in our home. So, yeah, one of the breakout sessions is led by a good friend of mine, and it's and it's it's called Lead by Example, mm-hmm. and talking about that specific you know thing of just setting a parents modeling 
healthy uh, choices and uh, and habits when it comes to online activity. And so, yeah, that's going to be something that we'll mm. talk about at the conference for sure. That gotcha. sounds great. Well, yeah. tell us some details, yeah. dates, times, location, registration, you know, what, what do how, do we, get there? how do we get there? How do we get there? Yeah, come on. August the 7th, Saturday, August the 7th. It's one day. We're asking parents, grandparents, coaches, teachers to give six hours on a Saturday morning afternoon to come together uh, at First Baptist Church Benton, downtown Benton, and just to invade our campus. And uh, we'll, we'll meet there in the worship center and have some uh, general uh, session times together with Jonathan and uh, Joel Winters and the Refuge Band from Washtenaw Baptist University. Super excited about having them. Oh, nice. And so uh, everything will take place there on our campus uh, on Saturday, August the 7th. Uh, we'll start registration at 9 o'clock, and then uh, 9.30 we'll, we'll dive in. Um, the day includes... Uh, end at three o'clock um it's forty dollars for a couple to join twenty five dollars for an individual oh, fbcbenton.org slash navigate that's where you want to go to register it's at a southern baptist church in arkansas mm-hmm. gonna have food absolutely i'm just telling you you, you so. feed them they will come that's right. <laughs> we all know that that's right, right. and we're southern good southern baptist, baptist so yeah, that's we'll, exactly there you right go. we'll throw some boy. snacks in as well there so, you go. Nice. We'll, there you go. But we're looking forward to it we'll yeah. link to that in our show notes mm-hmm. on this episode so you can click and get more information and register as well and then um it's gonna be fun August seventh is going to be a, a kind of a could be a life changing day for a lot of that's a what lot we're of praying uh, for yeah. a lot of uh, families and like you mentioned it's six hours I yeah. think of you could spend six hours doing a lot of other things but I think very few will have such an impact and really make you aware of the truths that might be going on in your home and so I yeah. think this is a, a worthwhile investment for sure absolutely. Yeah. Sounds so exciting. Well, it's always fun to have you, Steve and Bethany, on my podcast. It's always great to be on your podcast. Mm-hmm. We love to do joint efforts and adventures together. Mm-hmm. You guys are great. Clay, thank you for joining yeah, us. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Thank you. So fun. Thank you. Uh, I know this is going to help so many people, and mm-hmm. so we can't wait to see how God uses it. Yeah. So. And one of the quick little thing we'll also link to is one of Jonathan's books mm-hmm. on our uh, social media page. I mean, on our uh, show, show notes. notes as well, so that it, folks can get a little more in depth if they want to get a copy of one of his books. Absolutely, so, and we're yeah. excited too. August the third, just a few days before the conference, his new book, which is entitled "Parenting Generation Screen: Guiding Your Kids to Be Wise in a Digital World," it's it's, mm-hmm. it's uh, um, uh, being released on August the third. Oh, and awesome. so he's going to be speaking a lot just about that parenting generation screen. Sounds great. Man. Again, thanks everybody for being here. This was this was a fun little half hour, but educational as well. And we hope everybody comes out August seventh, First Baptist Church in Benton. Yes, sir. Looking forward to it.